You finally get the keys to your new home and as you step inside your new large investment, you think to yourself, how in the world am I supposed to maintain this place? Before you let that question sink in, don't start telling yourself you probably weren't ready to be a homeowner if you don't even know how to maintain it. You are most definitely not alone. Most new homeowners have no idea what to maintain and believe it or not, some existing homeowners don't know either. With that being said, I'm gonna break down what you need to maintenance on your home. Welcome to the Real Estate in Michigan Audio Experience Podcast with your host and local real estate professional, Andrew McManaman. I'm gonna break down the maintenance you should be doing monthly, quarterly, biannually, and annually on your home. Then I will touch on what preparation should be considered for each season. For just a moment, think of your new home like a car. Since cars depreciate so fast, not that homes do, you're always striving to ensure you're keeping up with routine maintenance to keep the car alive for as long as possible by changing the fluids, rotating the tires, replacing the brakes, making adjustments so everything is up to spec. These little, or not so little, tasks are what keep your car on the road for thousands of miles longer. How exactly? Think of it as a snowball effect, but in this example it's not a good effect. When you push off these tasks for too long, it creates a bigger problem, which creates an even bigger problem if left untreated. If you don't change your oil, there isn't adequate lubrication for things to move and eventually the engine will seize, resulting in an even larger and more costly repair. In a home, it works the exact same way, and not only will it be costly, it can be detrimental to your health. Moral of the story, don't slack on home maintenance because it won't just be costly to your pocketbook, but your health as well. A lot of people struggle to remember to do their monthly, quarterly, biannual, and annual maintenance tasks, so it would be wise to set a reminder on your phone to remind you of these tasks. Write it down in an accessible calendar, or even on a marker board if you have one. All right, let's jump right into this. Number one, one of the first things on any list of home maintenance is checking and replacing your furnace filter. Most homeowners barely change it three times a year when it should be done every one to two months. They run for about $15 to $50 depending on the brand, quality, and how many you get per pack. Instead of just buying one and having to go to the hardware store every single month, consider buying your stock in advance so you don't need to make extra trips. You may be standing in an aisle at Home Depot trying to figure out if the $50 one is that much better than the $15 one. The more expensive ones do a better job of filtering out pollen, dust, mold, pet dander, and even bacteria. So if you have allergies or a respiratory condition, a better furnace filter may be the better option for you. You may have gasped when I said you should change this filter every one to two months, but believe me when I say it's for a good reason. Not only can all that bacteria and grime pile up on that filter and potentially cause a fire, it can circulate all of that in your home and cause some serious health problems. So if your home ever feels stuffy, take a look at your furnace filter and see if it needs replacing. And according to the Department of Energy, heating and cooling account for almost half of a home's utility bill. So replacing your filters regularly means the fan doesn't have to work as hard and you won't have to throw money away each month for unnecessary energy costs. Number two, test your carbon monoxide, fire extinguishers, and smoke detectors. Not only is it good to check these monthly, you should also make it a habit to change the batteries in the detectors every six months. Worst case scenario, your carbon monoxide detector hasn't worked since you bought the home three months ago and you've been breathing it in in excess the whole entire time. 
Carbon monoxide can be harmful in just two hours, depending on if there's a lot or not and it can cause long-term neurological symptoms that truly aren't worth it. It really is a small price to pay, especially when yours and your loved one's health is in the equation. Number three, inspect the grout and caulking. This isn't necessarily a job that's in need of replacing every single month, but it's good to catch the deterioration of grout and caulk immediately, as well as touch upon any cracks in the shower, tubs, sinks, etc. This is important because if this task is abandoned for too long, water could find its way into these little crevices and create extensive water damage over the years. Number four, check your water softener and replenish the salt if necessary. On average, you'll need one full 40 pound bag of salt a month to keep it at an adequate level. Most times you'll see people purchase three bags at a time and pour all 120 pounds of salt in at one time so they only need to do it every three months. It truly just depends on what works best for you, just make sure you are always putting in salt. If you don't, the resin at the bottom of the water softener will stay saturated and it brings what is called an ion exchange to a halt. Essentially, during this exchange it needs to grab onto another sodium ion to keep the process continuous, which would be new salt. At that point, it would allow hard minerals to pass through and go into pipes and fixtures. At that point, you might see some cloudy glassware and maybe even some cardboard-like laundry. That truly is only the beginning though. The water softener was intentionally created to keep hard minerals out. If they pass through, it could not only force your appliances to work harder as your water pressure starts to drop, it could also result in premature failure in the water pipes and cost you thousands of dollars to replace the pipes in your home, along with whatever it costs to replace what's in the way of them. Number five, check the indoor and outdoor air vents, registers, and covers. This is a very easy task to get checked off your list each month. Take a look inside your home and make sure there's nothing covering or blocking the vents. This could cause insufficient airflow and potentially hurt your system. You may also consider removing the covers and the registers to vacuum them and loosen up any dirt or debris as it tends to sit near the vents. You'll also want to take a walk around your home and identify all your vents and make sure the covers aren't damaged in any way as it would be very easy for an animal to make a new home in there. And if they're blocking airflow, it could bring carbon monoxide back into your home, which as I mentioned before, is not good. Number six, take a look at your kitchen's range hood vent filter. If you didn't know, range hoods were created to improve the air quality in your kitchen by removing all the odors, grease, smoke, and other pollutants while cooking. Not using a range hood when cooking dinner can cause some serious irritation to your nose, eyes, or throat and increase carbon monoxide levels there that are caused by the use of the stove. Not replacing this filter can hinder ventilation as well as potentially cause a fire depending on the amount of buildup that's on there. These filters can run between $10 and $30 depending on the brand, quality, and the amount per pack. It is suggested to replace these every one to three months. Consider doing so every month if you do a lot of cooking. You don't necessarily have to replace it every month. You can actually run them through the dishwasher to be cleaned. Just make sure you do it frequently so there is no buildup. If for some reason there is some buildup and it's just caked with grease, you can pick up some degreaser from an auto parts store, mix it with hot water and let it soak for a little bit. And that should just come right off for you. Number seven. Check around your toilets and under your sinks for leaks. As I mentioned before about grout and caulking, it's important to catch these leaks immediately to eliminate the risk of potential water damage. There was an interesting table actually that was created by the Water Conservation Department in New York City that broke down 
the total cost leaks and drips were over the course of a year. A slow drip of a faucet over the course of a year would be approximately 36 gallons of water and cost you $65 on top of your bill. For a leaking toilet, it would be about 250 gallons of water in a year span, and that would cost you $451.37 a year. So when you see water or moisture, you should definitely consider investigating that further. Number eight, clean your kitchen sink disposal if you have one. This task is definitely overlooked in a lot of households. It's not life-threatening, but it is good for cleanliness and the performance of your disposal. You may or may not have known this, but Ice cubes actually sharpen the blades of your disposal and vinegar is good for cleaning the disposal. So what do a lot of people do? They combine the two by filling their ice trays up with vinegar to freeze and throw them in their disposal. You can also use baking soda and water along with some products at the grocery store that can leave your sink smelling like a scent of your choice. Number nine, checking on the electrical. This isn't necessarily a maintenance task, but rather a safety inspection. Take a walk around your home and inspect the electrical, extension cords, outlets, and light bulbs for any noticeable damage as well as make sure they are not exposed to any water. Use surge protectors to keep your appliances safe by diverting the excess voltage to an outlet's ground wire in case of a power surge of any kind. Debris and dust can hinder the function of electronic devices, so be sure they are cleaned regularly. This will save you money on your electrical bills and reduce the likelihood of an electrical fire. Number 10, show your water heater some love. Be sure to test your water heater's pressure relief valve every six months or so. This most definitely will prevent any buildup and create timely awareness for any possible leaks. It will also help your water heater run more efficiently. And when things run more efficiently, it saves you money. Once a year, you should flush out the hot water from your water heater to remove any accumulated sediment over the year. It could cost you $100 to $250 to get it flushed and cleaned by a professional, but there are so many different how-to articles and videos to break down exactly how to do it yourself so you can avoid paying that cost. Number 11, clear out and vacuum your refrigerator coils. This is a task that wasn't suggested by a lot of sources, but it definitely has some importance. Think for a moment, how often does someone move their fridge? Not very often, I know. Believe it or not, a fridge can use 15 to 20% of your home's total power, so it's safe to say that it's an appliance you'd want running efficiently. If I haven't said it enough already, keeping things clean is great for efficiency. Back to my car example, it's about maintaining something to ensure it lasts its whole entire lifespan, plus some. Since we are talking about refrigerators, Manufacturers recommend changing the fridge water filters every six months to avoid any buildup and damage to the unit. Filters go for $30 to $60 depending on the brand, quality, and the amount per pack. There's nothing worse than water and ice cubes smelling and tasting like eggs, so be sure to look at your owner's manual to see when the best time for your replacement would be. And last but certainly not least, number 12, giving your home that deep clean. Just like a car, you keep it clean inside and out, not only for yourself, but for the people that ride in there with you. And of course, to reduce the possibility of cosmetic flaws caused from you neglecting a spill or a stain. Every six months, take a day and deep clean everything. Whip out the lemon pledge and dust every crevice of the home. Spray on some Windex to bring some natural light into those now clear windows. The important thing is not to let any dirt, dust, grime, grease, or mold build up beyond repair because that just adds more work down the road and it costs a lot of money in some circumstances.
Now, jumping to seasonal maintenance and preparation. I'll simply list the tasks you should do for each season just to give you an overall idea of what needs upkeep and what you need to do to prepare. I'll elaborate on some of the tasks if there's a need to do so. Starting off with the winter season, since that is the time when most home maintenance is neglected, even though it could definitely be the most costly. Do yourself a favor and note the following. Check the basement for potential leaks during the thaws that occur over the winter time. Cover the air conditioning unit to protect it against the elements. Close foundation vents to lower heating costs and prevent any animal from violently trying to climb in there and hibernate. Check and see if there's a cold draft coming from the windows. That's a sign that there's air coming through and they need to be resealed. That will save you some money on the heat bill. Take a look at your sump pump and make sure it's working properly as most basement leaks are caused from spring thaws. Make sure all your vents are clear. Deep clean the basement, especially if it's a place that isn't visited often by you or guests. This will give you more time in the spring to focus on what guests do see. Check all the locks and deadbolts on the door and windows, but be careful because the elements can and will affect the usability. Check on your heating systems to make sure they are running properly and will run effectively through the winter season. If you're unsure, consider getting your heating system serviced or inspected just to be safe. This can prevent frozen pipes. Shut off the outdoor faucets before the cold weather emerges. Leave the cabinet doors open under the sinks to let the warm air in. Insulate pipes wherever you can and even consider having your faucets drip to keep the water flowing if there is a big concern for your pipes freezing. You'll also want to consider purchasing a portable generator in the event that the harsh winter weather knocks your power out, definitely here in Michigan. Always stay on top of a generator's maintenance as many homeowners often neglect it. Be sure you have a snowblower and or snow shovels prior to the winter season as there's usually a frenzy and a large demand when they are in season. The availability may be a little slim in the off season, but if you can find one, you will most likely save some money. If you're in the area that gets a lot of snow and ice, consider building some stock of ice melt for the pathway so they don't become an ice rink. And there are some, if you have pets, to keep in mind that there's chemicals in them that aren't good for pets, so there's pet safe and not so pet safe. You'll also want to walk around your home and see if any ice dams have accumulated. Ice dams are simply an excess of ice on the eaves of your roof. They can damage your shingles, siding, and your gutters. Think about them as an awkward icicle sitting on your roof. Well, this awkwardness can come irregular water leaking down the side of your home. So be sure to inspect that and put an end to it immediately. Some homeowners even go to the extent of purchasing a 30-ish dollar roof rig to remove snow and ice that could hurt the roof. Jumping to spring maintenance and preparation. You'll want to inspect your home inside and out to ensure the winter weather didn't damage anything, especially on your roof. Aside from doing your normally large spring cleaning routine, do the following. Clean the air conditioner coils, straighten the coil fins as they tend to easily bend and block airflow, and remove any debris from the unit. Check the gutters, inspect the sidewalks and driveway for any newly created cracks, check seals around the windows and doors, see if your exterior paint needs touching up, consider power washing or scrubbing the exterior of your home to remove any seasonal grime. Restain your deck or porch to protect the wood and before you do that, give your deck a nice bath to get any sticking debris off as well as check for loose screws and boards. Moving into the inside of the home, make sure your HVAC system is in check. Consider getting a tune-up if there's suspicion. A lot of professional services have discounts in the spring, so that's good to take advantage of. 
take a look at your pipes and make sure there's no sign of leaks or moisture. Give your walls and ceilings a once over and see if there are any water stains or anything that are present. Give your sump pump another look over to make sure it's working properly. If you have a chimney and use the fireplace frequently, get it inspected periodically as there are dangerous gases that flow through it. Get your septic tank clean and inspected every three to five years. Most often it's done in the spring and summer months. And of course, you gotta fertilize your lawn after you rake and aerate it. Summer maintenance and preparation is similar as it tends to be tasks that you didn't get to in the spring that have seeped over into the summer. These months are all about inspecting the home to make sure the winter months didn't take a toll on your home. Spring and summer are also about getting your home cleaned and not in just the areas that are visible, but the hard to reach places as well. Take a stroll around your home and think about what hasn't been moved or looked behind in a while and make it happen. You have all the supplies out already to get it as clean as possible, so you might as well just get it done. For fall maintenance and preparation, don't forget to get your hands on a few rakes if your yard has a few trees. Be sure to clean the leaves out of your gutters frequently as they fall, so when the snow comes down, they're not just getting overpacked. It would be a good time to shut your sprinkler system down for the winter if you have one, by shutting off the water supply to your irrigation system, insulate the main shutoff valve if you can, along with any visible pipes. Drain the remaining water from your system and turn off your sprinkler timer if you have one as well. Consider repairing and replacing your siding before the winter months to reduce any possible leaks. Drain and store your hoses properly so they aren't getting worn out and damaged by the cold weather. This list of maintenance tasks and preparation is most definitely extensive and you probably couldn't even note that fast enough, but it's not a complete list of every little thing that you can do to your home. If you're planning on living in your home for quite a while, I truly hope this provided some insight on what to expect to maintain each month. Thank you as always for listening to my podcast. If you would, follow, subscribe, and leave a five-star review on the platform you listen to this on. I would greatly appreciate it. Stay tuned for the next episode.